All right, trying to get this camera straight. We have the man here. The myth, the legend, TJ Cullen, Trap Find, LLC. Uh, collaboration, we've been friends for for quite a few years now. When I first started doing the classes, I called TJ, and that's how our friendship started. And uh, I know you guys are looking forward to this video. We were going to do a whole event. We just didn't know when we were going to be able to get together. Uh, for those of you who don't know TJ, he's a Fort Lee police officer, uh, detective, sorry, and uh, works on the Bergen County Prosecutor's Office uh Interdiction team. Is that okay? Did I say that? No, it's a narcotics task force. Thing. Okay, Narc narcotics task force. And uh, if you aren't in his group, it's Trap Find LLC. Uh, dude, what's, how do people join your group? Uh, you're going to have to be added by somebody who's already a member. Or if you don't know anybody that's part of the group, just send me a friend request. I will accept your friend request and then add you myself. So um, we're here. We kind of got together today. He was driving back from the shore and we're now discussing, uh, just kind of came up, we were talking about ideas and bouncing stuff off each other since we're both doing a lot of training these days about doing some kind of uh, interdiction conference or work, what we call it? Like kind of like a workshop. Like a oh. workshop for, so we're going to start tossing around ideas back and forth to each other about doing an interdiction workshop. And what we thought was, let's go live and ask some people, what, like, what would you like to see in a workshop as far as interdiction? You know, even if it's not New Jersey related, but, but New Jersey related, whatever you want. Give us some suggestions of what you guys are looking for, what you think would be good, and we'll try to integrate it. We'll probably, we're probably we just kind of touching on the idea now, but we're going to put something together. We're going to reach out to some other instructors as well and some beastie-ass people and really put something dope together for everybody instead of we're not going to have anybody who's going to be half-assed. And, and really give us your ideas on everything, how long you want it to be, one day, two days, three days. Uh, we, we're, in talking about it, we don't want it to be five days. We don't right. want it to be that long. So maybe around a three-day period is a good uh, a good length of time for it, but give us your ideas. Let us know. You know, you want to know about K nine, uh, about highway interdiction, local interdiction, hidden compartments, anything, anything related to criminal enforcement. So we were talking before. I th First of all, we're going to do a contest today. Going to give away one of these things. All right, here you go. The street cop training shirts. We have just figured out how we're going to sell these things. They're going to be twenty five bucks. And then the back says this. Got Citizen Zary on the back, and then. The sleeve there it says street cop training They're, it's a good shirt we're going to do the contest man what should the contest be can't, can't be something everybody can google we'll have to think about it as we yeah, go along should have worked that out before two or three day you think is good Dylan alright cool uh, we'll probably do something where everybody can get to too I imagine guys from out of state are going to be um, probably flying in for this conference we'll probably put something together we'll actually have it near a hotel room and I guess we'll get in proximity to prostitutes for everybody because we know how the police <laughs> conferences go. <laughs> and we'll make sure we have alcohol and prostitutes for the police officers in this group. Um, so um, just keep commenting your ideas and your thoughts on what you think the conference should be. We'll still reach out we'll, and we'll put it together somewhere. We'll, we'll do something real cool. We'll see if we can get somebody to sponsor it. I don't know. We'll figure this whole thing out. I mean, uh, if you don't make it during uh, this posting, you can post it on uh, Dennis's site or, or on my page as well and we'll communicate with each other and try to figure it out and we'll put everything together. So one thing we were talking about before that I thought was a good topic of conversation where we should have been live doing it. Uh, let's see. Will the Patriots repeat now that Edmund is out for the season? <laughs> oh, that's, that's the question. Man, what's a good, we've got to think of a good contest today to give out. I'll tell you what, your best, we'll pick the best law enforcement question that you have for us right now. You have the opportunity to ask questions to two guys that are in the game and, and teaching the best to our abilities. We don't think we're the best, but we certainly don't think we're the worst either. And um, whatever the best question is that comes up on this feed that we can answer for you, I will send you out a, a shirt. What a good question. I don't care if it's 
whatever relation you want a case law, you want an interdiction, you want a trap related. Uh, we all we both have a firm grasp on things. Uh, any news trends that you've seen through traffic or different types of traps where new things are doing and means of transporting. That's you. What does it say? Uh, any new TJ's trends? TJ's old. That's glasses. Get TJ's glasses. Uh, nothing new, I would say, but um, what we're seeing the past couple of years, and I don't know if it's because uh, the traps are easier to see uh, underneath SUVs, but a lot of the compartments we're coming across are, are your mid-sized SUVs, like your Chevy Equinox, your Hyundai Santa Fe, uh, your Jeep Liberty, uh, even your full-size SUVs like the Jeep, um, the Jeep Cherokee. Uh, a lot of SUVs were coming across. Uh, not too much with the sedans, but like I said, I don't know if it's because we know that if we inspect the undercarriage, we'll see it, and it's an easy search for us. Uh, you don't have to put in as much work with roadside interview and everything else to get into the car for, say, a dashboard compartment. Uh, I don't know if that's why we're finding them, but the trend that we see or that we're coming across is uh, your SUVs right now. Cool. Uh, let's see. Enrique Jr., what's the best model to adapt into secret compartments? When you say, like, model car, is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about, like, what's the best model for interdicting them? You get that one? Does that make sense to you? Uh, what are you asking that? What What's like the most popular car, I guess? Is that the question? Enrique, clarify that again and make it retard proof for uh, TJ and I <laughs> because apparently we don't know what you're talking about. Um, but him and I were talking about, for the guys who are in this group, um, it's interesting how people come out and they're like, you know, they're like, they take TJ's class. We talk about a model car. Okay, so the most popular model car trapped out. Got to answer that first. Uh, I don't think that. For, I don't think I can answer that question. I don't think there's one car out there that is the most popular car, but there are cars that are popular. Uh, I can tell you what we don't see, so you can narrow it down. We are not seeing high-end cars. We're not seeing the 2017 Mercedes-Benz you know, SUV or a brand-new Escalade. Uh, not to say that they will never be trapped, but that's just not what we're seeing. We're seeing 5- to 10-year-old cars, uh, and they don't necessarily have to fit within that 5- to 10-year uh, range. You could have a 13-year-old car or a 4-year-old car. But um, typically, your your average cars, like I said, like your Equinox, your Honda Santa Fe's, we've, we've hit a bunch of Honda Accords, Honda Pilots were, uh, we hit, I think, three in a month uh, with the Honda Pilots. They were, they were pretty popular. They always have been. Uh, so it's just your, your plain Jane, regular type, everyday cars that we're seeing them in. There's not necessarily one that's the, that, you know, is the most popular. But just to reiterate, reiterate what he says is, just because the car doesn't have a trap doesn't mean it's not engaging in, in some kind of illegal activity. I mean, exactly. the kilo hit that he just had the other day, can I talk about and that I, at all? Uh, yeah. Uh, you, what, the guy had how many kilos in a duffel bag in the back seat? Uh, seven in a duffel bag. Yeah, so he had seven, seven out of 23 kilos TJ hit on were in the back seat. So just because you're looking at it going, oh, it doesn't have a trap, it can't have anything in it, that's not true. You know, again, we have to go back to the basics of interdiction and what you're looking for, what you have in your area, reactions that whole on, God, yeah, elaborate. And, and, and sometimes guys do get so fixated on the fact that there has to be a trap in the car. He's dirty. There's a trap in the car. And, and what Dennis said is absolutely correct. It could be credit cards. It could be that he just murdered somebody down the block, and that's why he's giving you these criminal indicators. It doesn't have to be a trap. It doesn't have to be. Uh, there's plenty of other types of crimes that don't involve concealing your contraband in a hidden compartment. Okay, cool. Uh, yo, what up, Brad Gilmore? Give, we were actually talking about you before, so give me a shout in about 20 minutes when we get done with this. Do me a favor, give me a call. Uh, and TJ's leaving, but yeah, you will be part of the workshop. Well, we think so. We'd have to see some, some, uh, some scantily clad pictures of yourself. That'll be the, the, the buy-in for you. <laughs> All right, let's see. TJ's a great class partner, and I found three traps since the class. That's from Joe Seals. You know Joe Seals? You better say yes because he, he's a fan of yours. We can't see we're your picture, Joe by, Seals. Uh, is he down down south? Joe, where you at, Joe? Tell us where you're at. See, Arc Arcta. 
Pretending a trap class or hidden compartment class, give me PC to search a vehicle if I discover a trap, compared to someone who hasn't had the training. If attending a trap class or hidden compartment class, give me PC to search a vehicle. So what are you looking for, uh, Ark Doc? Um, do you want... Uh, I came out to Jersey City. Joe, Joe Sales is from Jersey City. Oh, yeah, City. yeah. Yeah, he sent me uh, uh, a video, actually, I think. It looks like we're probably going to end up doing, like, I've seen guys run two- to three-day class. We'll probably do, like, a three-day workshop. I think it's probably what it's going to end up being. Yeah, I think three days is the number. Yeah. Three is the number. Probably. Um, if you're asking for PC to stop cars, so we talked about this before. Before and You guys keep putting your questions, and we'll come back to them, but I want to jump on this point. Uh, we talked about, like, how a lot of guys take TJ's class, and they're like, cool, you can find an apartment, but... And then the first question then a lot of times they pose was like, well, how'd you find the car to begin with? So that comes down to understanding your basics. If you're a new guy, like you're not going to come out, the likelihood of you coming out and stumbling across a kilo, it's, it's going to be difficult. Um, but you do start out with the basics. You go out, you figure out PC. You go figure out, I teach you say, go figure out how to write a speeding ticket to start. Understand Title 39. That's for New Jersey and under, in your state that you're in. We have a lot of guys from other states. Understand motor vehicle law. Uh, first, you know, understand what you're looking for. Then secondly, start working. You can get accelerated, but we can't make you an interdictor overnight. Um, then you start out. Everybody's going to have small. You're going to have warrants. You're going to have small marijuana arrests. You're going to have small drug arrests. And you'll just expand on them because as long as you're out there swinging and practicing, you'll get better and better to the point where you will be good. But you have to be out there doing it. You have to be under- taking educational courses on it, uh, paying attention to what's going on in groups like this. That's the only way you're going to succeed. Like, you're just not going to figure it out on your own. Uh, just maybe you will. We kind of got a little taste when I started. My partner and I, Carlos Viegas, and we just, like, we were, I can tell you, like, we were starting out, like, we would run random plates like assholes. And, uh, I mean, like, the worst, the worst, inter- I mean, but it's something, you know what I mean? Like, if you're there doing something, we get it. We're just going to, I can at least show you to do more than running random plates, but we were running random plates. And we would pop on, like, a $250 traffic warrant, and we'd be like, uh, call the SWAT team in. They're pulling it, you know, me and Carlos, we like coordinate the takedown of a $250 traffic ticket. And Carlos is now one of the best cops interdiction-wise. I mean, he's a, ma- he's a massive cop. He's a massive detective, narcotics, uh, patrol division. He's nasty. Guy's a natural. But he wasn't now. Na- we didn't show up. We showed up brand new guys. Didn't know what to do. We were green as hell. And we just kept going out and trying it. We had a little competition. We would trump each other. And uh, we got better and better. The one thing I want to iterate before I hand it back over to TJ is because he's going to elaborate more on this subject, is, guys, if you're good at interdiction, you're getting good at it, and you're getting stuck at medium to low-level interdiction stops, learn concealed compartments, learn traps. I mean, if I would have learned traps years ago, I would have had a statue, the one to build next for TJ. They might have put me <laughs> next to it. They're not. i got to come and look at it and take pictures of it with my kids. Uh, so you want to elaborate on that at all? No, I think you're 100% right. You, when you're involved in this game, you can't, and we spoke about this before we came on video, you can't go out and do it once a week. If you work a five-day schedule, let's say you work eights, and you're working five days a week, you can't say, well, Monday I'll hunt, and then every, you know, the other four days I'll just take it easy. You've got to be involved in this every single day. And one of the things I told Dennis is uh, people always ask, well, how did you get so good at compartments and whatnot? Well, it took years. I, I'm on the job 17 years. I probably didn't get really good at compartments until about maybe four or five years ago. So all that other time I spent training in different parts of the country, interdiction, hitting compartments, and when what I told Dennis... Uh, we had mentioned the the kilo stop from last week. Uh, is you know everybody hears about that. Everybody hears about the big the big arrest. But what you guys didn't see was the number of stops before that that I got nothing. That I hit an empty compartment, uh, where or that I just gave the guy a warning and let him go because there was no criminal activity there. So you don't see all the misses and all the strikeouts. Everybody always hears about the you know the big hit. 
So there's a lot of work behind the scenes that goes into it. You're not just going to come out on the street uh, and start hitting compartments. You, you need to learn how to be the best dime bag guy on the street and then bump up to the, be the best ounce coke guy on the street, then bump up to the, be the best guy getting 20 bricks of heroin on the street, and then you know move your way up. Um, I'm going to jump in and say also for the people out there doing work, one, if you're at an agency that doesn't reward proactivity or or doesn't want you doing it, be very careful. But if you're an agency that they don't care what you're doing, but you're not getting nothing for it, which is kind of like my story, um, don't worry about your naysayers, your haters. You're going to have haters. You're just going to. None of us go, hold on a second, can you close that door? Um, can you read that, by the way? I can't see Yeah, I'll read it all for you. I'll read it for an old man over here. Yeah, 37. Oof, got a year on me. Um, uh, don't worry about your naysayers, man. I can't tell people like Monday morning quarterback and the things I did. But you know what? You didn't do it. Where were you? Where were you? The only people who gave respect to other other cops are the people that were doing what I was doing. And I would never take an interdiction. Even when guys reach out to me, hey, can you take a look at my stop? What do you think is the circumstances? I don't say like, God, you don't know what the hell you're doing. Like, this is what you could have done better. And don't worry about what your other people think. I think TJ told a guy one time, or didn't you get a guy in Paranus hit a kilo, and the first thing he told me to ask is like, who gave you the info? Uh, we get that a lot. Uh, I don't know if it was from Browns. We get that a lot. And I still get it after 17 years on a job. You know, who called you and gave you that tip? Because they don't believe that you can actually go out go out there and do your job and uh, and be proactive and be successful. Yeah, uh, so don't worry about your haters, man. As long as it's not affecting your job and they're not going to come back and have retribution from an administrative standpoint, if you're allowed to go out and work, don't worry about what other people think. You're going to have strikeout days. Make it fun. Enjoy your job. And just remember... Like when you start going, even for the newer guys who come to this training and in this course, when you start using these tactics that we're talking about and that we're teaching, you're going to run into dangerous people. I mean, I think one time at uh, when when NJDOC.gov had a offender search engine, my friend, my partner at the time, Mitch Platt, who was another killer cop. Oh man, he's a monster. He's one of the best cops I've known in my life. He's about five two, but he's about the uh, <laughs> Mitch. I hope you're watching. Um, but he's a killer, killer cop, and. Uh, I swear to you, 50% of the people we stopped, we could find at NJDOC.gov. And we were dealing with some real... That's who you're going to hit. You're not going to hit people who are just out, a 17-year-old kid selling pot for the first time. You're going to hit real criminals. So you got to pay attention to what you're doing. It is a dangerous game. Um, you know, just Was that kind of your way of doing a CCH on the street? Yeah, at that time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we were trying to figure out who we yeah. were with. Uh, we didn't know what we were doing as far as a lot of stuff. Let's go back to some of the questions here. Uh, I just found a Grand Cherokee. Probably reach out in a few days. Okay, Joe, found a few Grand Cherokees. I have to call you on that. Matt, can I put a trap in my soon-to-be ex-wife's card, Senator Forley, <laughs> for teaching to lock up? Yes, but redact that comment so we don't get caught. All right, uh, Rich, Rich. TJ, what's the one common thing you've seen in cars you're stopping? Example, low-hanging spare tire, reactions to your presence, uh, or a story that doesn't make sense during roadside interviews? Okay, you can answer that one. Uh, all of it, and depending on what the stop is, there's not always a low-hanging tire, uh, that is what we look for when we're out there. We look for a bunch of different things uh, that are modified on cars, the tires being one of them. But it depends on what make and model car you're dealing with and what year. Uh, some SUVs, you can see the tires sitting low by, uh, from the factory, uh, and they are not trapped out. That's just how they sit. You have to differentiate what, what is factory and what isn't. Uh, that takes time. That's why you've got to be out there every day watching traffic. Uh, and you'll, you'll see, you know, a thousand cars drive by with a tire, a thousand, you know, Nissan Pathfinders driving by with the tire sitting low, and you know that that's factory. Uh, but on the Jeep Cherokee, it's not factory, so when you see a thousand Jeep Cherokees go by with no tire sitting low, and a thousand and one car drives by with that tire sitting real low, you know that that's different from the rest. And you know with that Jeep Cherokee, that's a popular spot for the hidden compartment, and there's probably a trap there. 
What was the other part of the question? Uh, Let's see. Uh, example, re reactions to your presence, or is that story doesn't make sense of roadside interviews? That's all. We have had reactions to our presence. Uh, I work Interstate 95 right now, and there are times when it's just so busy that you can't really keep your eyes on. Every, we try to watch every car that goes by, but it's, it's impossible. So to pick up on the, uh, a change in driving behavior sometimes isn't practical. But we, we have seen it. We have seen, you know, the, uh, I know my uh, teammate on my unit hit a kilo of cocaine a week and a half ago, and he said he was sitting there, car came down, there was a Honda Pilot uh, coming northbound on 95, and he said the car saw him sitting on the side of the road, jammed on his brakes, changed two lanes over for no reason, uh, and that's actually what drew his attention to the car. Uh, wound up jumping out on him, getting him stopped, and found the center console compartment with a kilo of cocaine, uh, pretty much because the guy gave himself away. All right, let's see. Uh, Enrique, you have a great customer that gives you automobile exception. I don't know if this supposed to say customer. Um, what are the best indicators that a car might have a secret compartment? Uh, besides having a compartment in plain view, which kind of seals the deal, um, there's a slew of indicators. Uh, like I said, we see typically a 5- to 10-year-old car. Very, very plain looking. Uh, you almost have to train yourself to stop looking at those rimmed up cars with the special paint jobs with the loud mufflers uh, that are lowered stop looking at those cars it is stupidly plain looking cars I tell people all the time it's like they rolled off a used car lot uh, and they slapped a plate on it they are bare as could be factory as could be um, like I said between 5 or 10 years old um, we typically see a, what we call a single key ignition because um, for example the, the trap car is a work car uh, so it's going to be used by an organization uh, they will call up a driver on the phone and say, hey, the Buick Enclave is on Jerome Ave. Pick it up and drive it to Virginia and somebody will call you. Uh, so they'll go get the key out of the car, and that's why you have your single key ignition. There's no other house keys on there belonging to anybody else or pictures of their kids or anything like that because that car is used for one thing and one thing only, and that's to traffic um, narcotics. Uh, sometimes you'll see an abundance of air fresheners, uh, a lack of personal items in the car. Uh, you'll have this big SUV with nothing in it. They'll open up the center console, no change, no nothing. Um, and if you think about it, when's the last time you had nothing in your center console? It was probably the day you bought the car. And uh, there's always something in your center console, change, dirt, garbage, or something. Uh, so that's just some of many that we see. Well, that answered your question. Um, if you want to know more about it, you got to take his training, man. So he'll give you a full day worth of good stuff. Uh, you're welcome, Enrique. Nick Sparacco. Are there any classes that you recommend that, that you have taken that helped you the most? Except for me? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I, uh, dude, you're like the, you're thinking uh, me every day. Yeah. You know, you're the celebrity, man. Uh, for I took Mike Lewis's class, no joke, probably five times. Um, and, and all over the country. He was the first class I took back in 2003, I believe, I took in North Carolina uh, with my partner at the time, Marty Elphick. Uh, we actually drove to North Carolina to take his class, and it blew my mind. Uh, I've since taken it a couple other times. His uh, a guy who now runs the Maryland State Police interdiction team, Mike Connor, is fantastic. He teaches all over the country. Um, I don't know how to find his classes, though. Um, but if I do, uh, I'll, I'll shoot Mike a text and see if he has a, a schedule, and I'll put it up uh, on my, uh, my trap find page. Uh, Mike Lewis, Mike Connor, Sean Smart, another huge interdiction guy out of uh, Ohio State Highway Patrol. Uh, those are probably the three that I took numerous times uh, over the course of I don't know how many years. Uh, but then it's just going to those classes and applying what they teach you to the street and, and learning yourself. All right, cool. Um, dude, you want to open up your group to let some of these guys 
funnel in or you, yeah, you don't got to do, do it now. We'll do I'll have to do it when I get to a computer. So when we get to a computer, which is right in front of us, uh, well, TJ's going to open up the group and allow the members from this group, uh, his group trap find, to uh, enter into his group without a recommendation so you guys can get in there and get the good info that he's putting out. You can see some videos and traps. Uh, Arkada, again, the typical cop names on Facebook. Is there any case law for finding a trap in plain view or giving you PC? Good. Uh, is he from Jersey? Are you from, Are you, Jersey? from yeah, Jersey? I think so. Let's okay. say if, we'll go with that. You're from Jersey. Look up State versus Nunez. Uh, I want to say it's from 1992 or 1993. Uh, one of those years. Uh, so what that case law essentially says it's a, it's a New Jersey State Police case where they stop somebody for multiple Title 39 violations. Uh, it's two guys are drinking in a car. Uh, the trooper gets them out and goes to search the car for other open containers and finds uh, a marijuana roach in the. Uh, in the ashtray, he places the two guys under arrest, throws them in the car, goes back and searches the car uh, again and finds, the way they describe it, I can tell it's rear quarter panel compartments uh, in a two-door car. He describes the compartment a little bit in that he had to break it open, and then inside that compartment they found like four and a half ounces of coke, some identity theft materials, uh, some like ch uh, counterfeit checks or something like that. And what the court essentially said is that a trained and experienced law enforcement officer uh, working a highway known or working a roadway known to tra uh, traffic drugs uh, which probably be any main road or any interstate or highway uh, that sees a hidden compartment or the configurations of a hidden compartment has probable cause to search the car and and probable cause to believe that it contains contraband uh, I can tell you I probably two or three months ago maybe I had a suppression hearing on a hidden compartment in plain view uh, I was sitting on US 1 car drove by I could tell it was trapped out the way the tire was sitting uh, got the guy stopped. When I stopped him for a motor vehicle, I stopped him for Title 39. Looked underneath the rear floor to confirm it was trapped. I could see the trap. I described it in detail in my report on how I knew that was a compartment. Uh, we wound up doing a probable cause search, and we got 34000 out of it. Uh, inside, uh, at the suppression hearing, I explained everything to the judge. Uh, besides the compartment, the compartment was there, but I explained that it was a third-party registration. The guy, the registered owner wasn't there. The driver didn't know the registered owner. I had a single key ignition, a lack of personal items in the car. So you're always going to have more than just the compartment there. That'll give you PC. But also, at the same time, not on a traffic stop. If you drive through a hotel, which, which we do in Fort Lee a lot, we'll uh, inspect the undercarriages of cars in the parking lot. And if we can see a hidden compartment in a parked, unoccupied car, that is probable cause. I've typed up a bunch of search warrants on parked, unoccupied cars. Uh, Search warrant signed, ready to go. We just sit in the parking lot and wait for the guy to get in, and then you know he's he's game over after that. Do so. you think you still need a search warrant for that, or do you no. now? No, you don't need it now. No. Just so you guys are clear. Because oh, wait, oh, oh, for which the hotel? For a parked car, hotel. Yeah, for the hotel, I would get a search warrant, hundred percent. Okay. Because if you can wait, if you can sit there and wait two hours for the guy to get out, you can wait for a search warrant. Okay. It shouldn't take you that long. I actually have. Do you think if the guy like popped out in five minutes while you're looking at it, you can get a search card at that point? Uh, I don't know if I. I'm going to say it. yes, but that's if a I, you know like that's. I don't know if I push it because the potential. You're dealing with a hidden compartment, so you're dealing with a high kind of like an upper echelon guy. So, do I want to blow a potential, you know, first degree case on not taking the hour to type the search warrant? Uh, at that point, if I had the guy and I had the car and it was occupied and he just happened to come out, I would probably just get the search warrant. Okay. But on a traffic stop. Uh, cold traffic stop, unforeseen, spontaneous traffic stop. You see a compartment in plain view in New Jersey. That is probable cause to search. We do it all the time. Cool. Um, so let's see. 
Yeah, Brad Scott. Uh, well, Brad Gilmore. If you don't have to, if you don't have naysayers, you're not doing your job and not good to go get her. And uh, Grant Cardone's a guy I follow in a business sense, and he says, uh, if you don't got haters, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> Re- you know, reevaluate your game. Let's see. Thanks for the video. You're welcome, Tim. No problem. Uh, Raul Flaco Dominguez. <laughs> All right, are you are you a, with that name? Are you like a drug courier, dude? <laughs> Raúl Flaco Dominguez. Don't hold your breath on a pat on the back. Just do this be uh, because you have passion for it. Great video, great training by people who truly give a shit. We do give a shit. Uh, Jim Egan, never had the single key explained till now. Thanks, you're welcome, buddy. Hey TJ, you interested in coming to the Midwest with Blake uh, Blake Stopper and I? That's from Greg Prim. Hell yeah, I've been talking to Blake uh, back and forth about it for a little bit, uh, and even Stopper texted me. Uh, I want to say a couple weeks ago. Uh, and saying what we got to do to get you out there, uh, we'll try to make it happen. Uh, I don't want to promise anything, but we will try to make it happen. All right, cool. And those guys absolutely crush it. And awesome. then you want to talk about? We were just talking about it's not always a trap. Blake and Stopper, who work Interstate 70 uh, out there, had hardly ever find traps, to, and they're crushing it. They're hitting 70 pounds of weed at a time, 100 pounds of weed, That's kilos awesome. here, yeah, and not not one trap. So it's not always a hidden compartment. It's a good tool to have to have the hidden compartment training mm-hmm. for sure. But it's not everything, just like mine isn't everything to get you where you want to be. But we'll certainly together collaborate and get you guys to where you want to be as far as performance as a police officer and what you're looking to do. You guys looking into, to, into just one workshop will be coming somewhere off at different several times a year. You know, dude, that's, Dylan, that's, a, that's an interesting question, man. We're just going to see. So him and I started five years. I mean, I started uh, street cop training, which was before NJ Criminal Interdiction in 2012. TJ was already teaching with the, the DEA no. guy, right? Oh, yeah, with DEA. But trap finding didn't start, I think, until a year after you did, I think. So we were newer in the game now. We're a lot more confident in our, in our uh, programs. Uh, we're, they're rock solid. We have a nice program. So now we have a little more audacity to step in and do some more things. We're going to try and figure out what the best things are. We're not afraid to fail. I'm certainly not afraid to fail. So we'll try things out. We'll test the water and see what works best. And if it's a good thing, we'll take a conference all over the country if we have to. You know, we'll see what we'll try to make it when we set it up. We'll give everybody enough time, at least six months out, I would say, at least six months. And we probably collaborate. We have to put it all together, collaborate with a hotel, a hotel venue. We probably wouldn't do it at a police academy. Yeah, let's see how the first if the first one's a, a roaring success, then obviously we're gonna have more. But the first one will essentially be our, our testing to see if anyone's even interested in it. Who knows? Yeah. You know? So, man, we got You guys are gonna come, right? We'll come. All right. Let's see. Uh, Tom taught everything TJ he knows. Tom Igor Massino taught TJ everything he knows. Who? Tom I A G O M. That's from Bill Kiefer. Uh, yeah, that is. Tom I- Igor Massino taught TJ everything he knows. It's gonna be a joke, I imagine. Bill, we have no idea what the, what the fuck you're no, talking no about. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, yes, New Jersey. I thought you were New Jersey, uh, Arkada. And Greg Prim, don't text Stopper. Dangerous, bro. Don't text with Stopper. Dangerous. So I guess he <laughs> just talks a lot. Uh, guys, so hopefully you guys enjoyed that video. We're going to actually work on figuring out how to do some more of these videos. TJ was you know, a little bit of a distance from my office and where I'm at. Although we wanted to collaborate and get together. It was a huge success. Glad you guys enjoyed the video. Uh, I'm going to give the T-shirt to Enrique. Uh, because he's always in the group. I think you're NYPD, Enrique, if, I'm, if I recall correctly. So do me a favor. Send me a message via Facebook and send me your address. I'll send you and your size, too. They run a little bit big. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get T-shirt out to you, man. I appreciate you're always involved in the group, man. And really, so I'd like to give back to somebody on that level, send you a T-shirt. We are now, I have somebody here today. We're setting up how to purchase the items that we have. You're welcome, Tyler. Thanks for being, and Tyler's always involved in the group. Yeah, Tyler's, a lot of, I'm always yeah, talking to Tyler. Yeah, Tyler's a good dude. We, uh, we, we recognize everybody. It's hard to keep track, and I have 5,000 people in the group. Um, we, we're certainly trying to go to about 100,000 in this group for sure. Uh, Iglesias, Craig Meyer wrote Iglesias. I don't know what the fuck that means, Craig. 
uh, Craig's a beastie as an uh, interdiction guy as well. Meyer. I see his name both. He's yeah. always contributing to Trapline, too. So. Chris Pebo, and I've taken a few interdiction classes, a few classes to include TJs. It's great training for anybody who is, oh, it's great, I was to say, great training for anybody who's getting to interdiction or just expanding in the knowledge of the vehicle stops, all besides the great no. Um, network hosts. I had the opportunity to work with a case with some guys from South Jersey. Cool. Awesome job. Can't wait to see you guys up here in Maine. Yeah, man, if you guys are watching from other states, um, so here's how it works. If you're looking to do something out of state, you really have to take the ball and run with it. It's not just you bringing it to the to your training officer and then just drop it in his lap. A lot of these training officers don't know who we are yet. We're not just we're just not that big yet. So you'd have to really. So Chad Gamber uh, from South Dakota promised me he'd get me a certain amount of people. He's doing a bang up job. I'm going to South Dakota uh, November first and second. He begged me, "Hey, guy, we need this training out here. We're we're, we're starving for it. I'm coming, dude. I believed in him. He's putting it together. If you can do that." And you really have somebody, your administration is going to back you, and they're really going to take the ball and say, hey, look, we want, to, we want to endorse these guys. We'll get these guys out here. It really falls on you to put that class together because there is a minimum we have to get in order to come out and make sense. Not, you know, we can't fly six hours across the country for eight guys to show up for a class. You've got to understand, in New Jersey, we're doing 50-plus, 100-plus guy classes. Not that it's about the money. It's just it's about the time and where the best time, who's getting the most out of the time and what, they're, what, what we're doing. So... Um, that's pretty much if you guys are looking we're going to start we're expanding we're trying to grow together we're collaborating we're talking about partnerships here and how we can work things out together to make a bigger and better uh we are the new upcoming generation of police instructors uh our numbers speak for themselves our reputation speak for themselves and uh that's what we're trying to do we're just we're you know out with the old and with the new a lot of great guys in this industry but we're trying to really come in and be uh you know Really, really good for the guys. You want to you want to finish up with anything? No, I just want to remind everybody because uh, we're going to be talking about this workshop. I'm, I'm sure for some time now, trying to get everything together. Please send us what you want to see, what you want to learn. Some shorts, even more than what what we have to offer, and we will track down those people and get them involved uh, involved in the workshop uh, and, and get that going. Yeah, we'll get that up and running. I'm excited, man. Yeah. I, the more we talk about, it, I'm but getting, uh, we're going to do it up. based off your ideas. It's whatever you guys want to learn. Just let us know, and we'll we'll try to try our best to make it happen. Yeah, we'll probably shoot for. Uh, I'm going to say right now we'll shoot for like spring of 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and we'll figure it out. So uh, I'll, we'll get working on that, guys. Have a great day. Also, uh, one more thing. Uh, give me a little bit of time. It's just after one o'clock now. Uh, I'll take a change the group to closed or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, closed. Change it from secret to closed. The track find group. Uh, anybody that wants to come in, I may ask you uh, for ID. Uh, so or some type of confirmation that you're law enforcement, only because of the sensitive nature of stuff we exchange on that site. Uh, and I'll get you approved, and then you'll be good to go. And then I'll switch it back to secret maybe tomorrow. Guys, send the request to his group. Send a message to TJ himself, TJ Cullen, and then he'll get the message, and he'll know that you're where you work. Uh, we just don't want anybody. And, again, oh, it's a pain in the ass. you got to send your ID. But, guys, we are trying to keep it. It's sensitive material. Even the stuff that I talk about at times is very sensitive material. We're not trying to educate dirt balls and people who are engaged in criminal activity on what we're trying to teach everybody. So, yeah, you know what? It takes an extra minute to take a snapshot of your police ID or to explain where you are, but you're not allowed to send your ID, whatever it may be, versus, like, think about all the time we put into this for you. So that's that's the only thing we ask for in exchange. Uh, and continue to give good, good info. And TJ and I, again, we're collaborating. We're going to, Brad, when this ends, make sure you give me a call or and uh, TJ will be leaving soon. So uh, with that being said, guys, Hope you enjoyed the video. It'll be a tough one to top. This is one of the best ones I think we've done. you have anything else to wrap up with? Uh, no, I don't. Later.